With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
my house now. I'm down there's four hours and 30 minutes, four hours and change away saying that house had been broken into and that I need to come home. Well, of course, I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I didn't say I wasn't freaking out, but I was very concerned. And, yeah, and probably was freaking out, too. So I had my best friend. I had her. We drove uh, down there and realized, guess what? Not a single thing was touched. Now, that's a praise moment. Only thing is that they opened the window, and that was it. <laughs> nothing was taken, nothing to serve. No one got in the house. So isn't that a praise God moment? Like sometimes it looked bad, especially when you get there, you're seeing, okay, you're seeing all this. Windows been tried, couldn't get through a single window, didn't touch a sink, couldn't get through a single door. You could see where they tried. but And all they did was be able to lift one window up, and that was it, and they never got inside. Yeah. So... That's a praise report. Amen. (laughs) So, you know, we got to look at certain things like, you know, even though I drove four hours down there and I was tired, and I said beyond tired after I got back, but the idea is nothing was stolen, nothing was taken. It was just they opened the windows. I'm glad, and I want to say I'm glad they opened the windows and I got some fresh air through the house. Amen. So, um that's all that was happening, you know, and even times sometimes God protects us and protects us things and we just gotta give him give him the honor and give him the praise. So, um that's my that's my testimony, right? That's that's one of my testimonies that I just have to give. So that's mine. I hope uh, I'm gonna open the line one more time for your testimonies and your praise for it. What's the matter with you? Oh, that's a beautiful testimony. We gotta um, keep our eyes on the Lord, and you know, always remember that if we don't like what we see when we look around, or we don't like the situation, and it's just like with your the window. You know, the Lord stopped that. He He stopped somebody from breaking in there. So mm-hmm. that's a good report. That's a very good praise report. You know. Right, I mean, we we kind of sometimes uh, sometimes we kind of like forget some things, and I mean, I'm like, I I I think it was awesome personally. I wanted to, you know, I should have been screaming and shouting, but you know, I'm like, I'm trying to remain, you know, I'm being, I still just actually just really thinking about it now, and that happened on, um, when I said that happened on Monday, happened on uh, Friday. Friday night, Saturday. Wow. So you know, and it's no, and you know, God is awesome. Sometimes I think we get so used to things, and this is my personal testimony. And I guess that's when God um, told me to stop and look at things. Sometimes we're so used to the negative, and we're so used to things not changing, yeah. that we get into this mindset yeah. of we just expect the bad to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say from Lashana Maria Burden's perspective, I have all I have had so much stuff to happen in my life. At one point, I expected negativity. I expected to happen, uh-huh. and that's not how we're. And to be honest, that's really not how we're supposed to live. <laughs> so we have to, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a big struggle. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. That's a big struggle for me. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always looking for the. You know, anybody can tell you I'm the most upbeat, positive person. I try to be at least. But then they know I can look and see, a, you know, 
sometimes when I'm looking at things, I'd be like, mm, no, mm, no, mm, no. Hmm. Okay. I am not thinking, you know, I start thinking and, you know, it kind of gets you from one, uh, one thing else to the next. But what I have to say that leads us to our next topic is prayer. That's why we have to pray. We pray to change our mindset. We have to realize that God's ways is not our ways and that we need to, um, we, that's where we need to start. Amen. So I'm going to open the line for one more uh, testimony and praise support. So you know that was Prophetess Gina, okay? Yes, I know it's Prophetess Gina. Okay. Like, awesome. Now, I know it's Prophetess Gina. Like, <laughs> I wanted to say thank you, but, you know, I was, just, I was, like, so excited. I mean, you know, I'm like, yeah. I was getting ready to say hey anyway, but I'm like, Okay, you know, I'm going to open up the headlines with more testimony and praise reports. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Okay. Well, you know, we have to remember to look at the, like you said, the positive. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to go to the next? um, Go ahead, Tommy. We don't hear from you often. Go ahead. I was just going to say that. I was. I don't say a whole lot, and then when I do, people are like, is that her? I mean, you know, is she really talking? You know, he's like, um, but I'm, I'm, uh, I tend to be kind of quiet and keep to myself for safety reasons, you know, but not that I need to be like that on this call, but, mm-hmm. but I've it's just kind of gotten into that, you know, we can't just hide ourselves and stay home all the time and not, <clears throat> not be saying stuff on prayer calls because that's not what the Lord wants us to do. He wants us to be outspoken and be able to. I mean, when Jesus had something to say, he said it. I mean, he came right out and told people they were hypocrites, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we we got to be able to, like, come out and say whatever it is that we need to say. Right. Amen. Yeah. So that's, I think that's, yeah, that's basically all I um, wanted to say. I um, I had a nice visitor today. She's a 13-year-old girl that she lives across the hall from us here. And she brought her little baby kitty who's about four or five weeks old. And she's usually, you know, hanging on to her, her that baby kitty's usually hanging on to her, but she was hanging on to me today because um, I just, if you guys really knew me, you know, I just, I get all gushy and I meld around these babies, you know, and I talk um, baby talk to them and it's almost like a goo goo gaga thing, you know. And um, the baby's kitty, the kitty's name is Snickers. I call her Snickers. And, um, but I had a really nice visit today that I really wasn't expecting. But, you know, this teenage girl's like, who's the real mother here? You know? <laughs> so to make a long story short, I have to be careful when she comes over that I don't show too much affection and love to the baby kitty because... She kept sleeping on my shoulder for, like, a longest time, and I was rocking her and 
That's the real me, you guys. So anyway, that's all I want to say. Amen. That's awesome. Prophet Gina, that's awesome. I mean, that's showing affection, and everybody needs to see that. So I say don't hide it by no means, but I do understand. You know, I do understand. We live in a world right now that um, we live in a world right now that some things that we are afraid to explain, uh, display or express because, honestly, for safety reasons. And yeah. you know what? I have to really say this in all honesty. There are a lot of hurt people out there, and that's all we're seeing. So that's why through prayer and through intercession that we have to start praying for our neighbors and our friends yeah. and our family members and everything because um, mm-hmm. is that uh, that we can um, – express um, not only how we feel, no honor, just praying for anyone another, um, just stuff like that. So let us get into the lesson tonight because I'm not going to keep everybody alone because I know this is kind of like a, it's going to be a kind of like a recap night of what we've talked about uh, so far so that um, those who are on, um, you know, most of, some of us are on their four-day weekends um, coming into the 4th of July, I know we had uh, for those belated calendar day, uh, happy belated calendar day for those of my Canadian friends. I guess I knew it was calendar day. You know, I, it has been busy. So let us pray. Father God, right now, watching your son's precious blood. Forgive me of the sins, these thoughts, and actions, anything that's not of you, or do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name was Jesus. You're my Abba Father, my El Shaddai, my Elohim, I give you praise. Father God, tonight as we come together once again on one accord, we thank you to be in your presence once again. We thank you for the Bible lesson that's about the teaching that is about to go forth. And God, we also thank you of your strength, your grace, and mercy. Father God, we thank you for abiding every temptation, every every distraction, Father God. But also we thank you for your strength. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your soundness. And we thank you for the lessons coming ahead. May it penetrate our ears, our hearts, and our souls, and may it heal us. May it give us deliverance. May us even just give us a profound way of looking at you. And this, and I, Father God, as I go forth, let me decrease and you totally increase. And I pray this prayer in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Tonight we're not going to be long because we're going to recap. You know, we have talked about, and I really haven't gotten to the four types of prayer, so hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll get a little bit in that. But I really want to just say tonight, you know, we've talked about our overview. Uh, what we first talked about, we you know, finally gave an over, overview of why, what was prayer, and we gave the definition of that before. And then, you know, we started saying, we started seeing things that you need to know before you pray. And basically, we all wanted people to know that, number one, God cares for you. God hears your prayers. And you can really pray with confidence. Those are pretty much the three basic things. Um, I think I'm about to get off topic, but... God, I'm going to let the Spirit lead on this one. Those are three things that we need to know. Before we pray, you know, we said we hear a lot of us, we are here, us pray, let us go humbly and boldly before the throne. But we are still, sometimes we have to be convinced. You know, we hear these words, and I love when people put it in certain ways, but I'm going to put it in plain. I'm going to take it out of gospel speak and put it in English. You know, when we hear that pray with expectancy. Everyone's like, what do I mean? I'm expecting. Yes, you're praying for God to answer the prayer, but honestly, be confident that God answer. Pray, God, pray to God with confidence. 
sometimes you may not know he's going to give you the answer to your prayer or the answer you want, but pray that the acts of God will answer your prayer, period. You pray with confidence. Understand that God hears your prayers. You know, I know a lot of things that I even learned. I'm about to, I think I just, I got delivered on some of the things I've learned before. You know, a lot of times we're saying God doesn't hear the prayers of the unrighteous, and we will we'll hold on to that, and we'll tell people because that's the reason why I want to be righteous. But here's the thing. God will deliver you. God will answer you. God will, he has, he has delivered the children of Israel. You know, if you read through the Bible and see how many times the children of Israel called out and he delivered them, um, he will deliver you. Yes, there are times, and we, you know, there is a time that you don't touch. I always say there is a moment in your life that you're not supposed to test the grace and mercy of God because, you know, we all have that fear that it runs out. But to be honest, God has an answer. If you seek him daily, or how about this, if you start walking the way towards, towards God, God's going to walk towards you. So some things don't, some things you hear a lot of people say, Yes, it is a warning. Yes, something you need to hear. It's like, okay, you know what? I I I agree with a lot of um, a lot of I would say saints that we do need to preach more fire and brimstone. But you need to be aware that you know what things are just not so one sided. We do need a balanced gospel. I like I said, I am a big Joel Osteen Osteen fan, if you want to call it, or I listen to his teachings, and but I also understand he has so many other pastors at his church, so his message is tailored to his message. His fire, he doesn't really have to pray, he doesn't have to really preach a fire and brimstone message because he has uh, Marcus Lamb, and you you hear Marcus Lamb on Daystar, he pre- he preaches there quite often, so. He has a more traditional sermon, and then you have John Gray, which I hear him often. To me, he's a little in between. He's in between very contemporary, but yet he has a certain message that all his ministers pray a certain message. And we hear a lot of people take a lot of flack for it. He takes a lot of flack for not preaching certain things. And excuse me. He takes a lot of, um, and so to me, I see the pattern, so I don't worry about those things. But in our own lives, we have to understand there is a balance. You know, you know, there is good, there is evil, there is bad, there is good. You have to understand there is a, there is a, uh, I said cause and effect. So you have to understand those things. So to me, personally, you have to get that through your head, but in prayer. You need to understand these things that God will answer you. God, he, he cares for you because he said, if you were evil and you gave your kids good gifts, what do you think I'm going to give you? He will give you good gifts. So you can't say God is mad at you because, hey, I'm going to be honest, that's me. God don't like me. God mad at me. God don't care. I mean, you'll hear a lot of people say that, well, why is there, you know, where is there certain things? Like, I'll tell you that. Some of these atheists, man, they got too much faith. That's too much faith to believe in being atheists. I'm sorry, it is. Because how now that you can see all these things around, yet you will still believe that everything didn't happen because it happened? Um, hmm. That's a little, I, I can't I can't do that, no, because I always know that there is 
you know, for this for the world to be like it is, it had to be someone who was magnificent, awesome, and stupendous to actually create the earth and how everything goes. But when it comes to prayer, even though you may be uncertain of the situation, you have to understand that God cares for you and he wants to hear your cries, he wants to hear your prayers and what we, you know, what we need. Um, we're going to recap tonight again. We also said, why do we pray? Why do we pray? Well, no one prayer is important. This is our communication time with God. This is how we become intimate with what This is how we establish relationships. Um, prayer does draw us closer to God. You know, in prayer we worship, we confess our sins, we bring our requests to God, and we wait for him to speak. In short, we are deeply uh, deeply and directly into relation with God. Through communion with God, our hearts, our minds will be changed, and we're more like the Lord as we grow into his perfect will. We also understand power is how prayer is how we connect the supernatural with the natural. Trust me, through prayer. Excuse me, amen. Through prayer, God not only hears our prayers, but he's acting on them. Our prayers request is being is bringing about real change in the world, in the lives we live and what people we pray for. Prayer will also bring you peace. I can tell you from personal experiences. I can be troubled and I pray pray God help. God take this take this from me. I go to sleep. I wake up refreshed. I can tell you prayers I pray today. Pray to prayer, led to prayer. I felt like I was led to pray to prayer, pray to prayer. I came back and everybody at the work said, You sound you feel like you're bit you sound you got too much energy. You really happy. And you understand you understand this. Um, prayer protects us. We have Almighty God on our side. Jesus shows believers the importance of praying for protection and deliverance. You know, Jesus prays to pray not that take them out of the world, but protect them through, from the evil one. And that's John 17, chapter uh, 15, verse. You know what? Well, we have to think of the prayers of Jesus. Um, I maybe you know we gotta understand that Jesus prayed for his followers. He prayed for the little children. You know, he prayed for followers, and if you want to read that, that's going to be John 17, 17, chapter 9, verse. He prayed for little children, that's Matthew um, 19, chapter 13, verse. He prayed the Father in prayer, Matthew 11, chapter 25, verse. He also prayed for himself, John 17, chapter 1, verse. He prayed for Simon Peter, Luke 22nd, chapter 23rd, excuse me, 32nd, verse. He also prayed. That his father will be done. Matthew 26, chapter 39, verse, Luke 22nd, chapter, the 42nd, verse. He thanked the father in prayer. And that's John 11, chapter 41, Luke 24, 30. He asked, he asked the father to forgive sinners. That's Luke 30, 23rd, chapter, uh, 31st, verse. He prayed, with his, prayed his last words on the cross. And that's Luke 23rd, chapter 46, verse. You know, we have to understand that we should also be praying for our family. That's the reason why you hear a lot of people say you need to pray for your family, your the people around you. You need to pray those prayers because we are in a sick and dying world. People around us daily have a skewed view of life. And, yes, it's not because of the election, and no, it's not because of, oh, excuse me, certain things. But 
It's because we because of sin. You know, we have to kind of understand those things and know those things that, you know, God has God ne- some things God never intended to happen, but it did. And you know, we have to kind of like uh we have to understand those things. What we need to do now is um what we need to do now is understand our prayer life to pray for to pray for ourselves as well as others. We need to understand that God has a will and a way and a purpose. You know, we cannot just give up. I feel like that sometimes our world is in such a complex reach that we're grieving all the time. We're grieving losses. We were that we were reacting out of loss. But sometimes and you know, sometimes people don't recover. But we have to give all those things to God in prayer. Because we want to recover because in him he has seen the better work. We know we can understand those things. You know, we can understand like who pray if you want to go back and I'm going back through some of the things that um that we probably also talked about, you know, um during these times is that we have to understand that God is who he is. He has never changed. And that all the things that we will want and desire, he wants that desire for us as well. Um, we have to understand what did that, you know, we can understand that Abraham prayed for to spare a wicked city. And that's going to be, and if you look it up, that's Genesis 23rd chapter through 25th. Abraham servant prayed for a bride, Genesis 24th chapter, 12 through 14th verse. Jacob prayed for protection from a brother. That's Genesis 32nd chapter 9 through 12 verse. Jacob prayed for his grandson. That's Genesis 48 chapter 15 through the 16th verse. Uh, Hezekiah prayed for protection for their city. And that's 2 Kings 19 chapter 11, uh, 14 through the 19th verse. Nehemiah prayed for strength and hands. That is Nehemiah 6 chapter uh, 9th verse. You know, protection from Satan. That's John, that's Jesus prayed that. That's John seventeen chapter fifteen verse. Um, to see God's word with boldness, and that's from the apostles. And that's going to be found in the Acts fourth chapter, twenty fourth verse through the thirtieth. Ephesians six chapter nineteen through the twentieth verse. Paul paid for the salvation of Jews. Romans tenth chapter first verse. You know. We have to understand there's so many ways, so many things and so many ways we can pray. God wants us to pray. You know, it's paramount that in these times that we're in that we get back to the basics and pray for one another and pray for not only for God's holiness, we have to pray for his sovereignty, his authority, his providence, his forgiveness, his protection, and his deliverance. And that once we start praying the way, and that's going back really to the Lord's Prayer, we start praying it daily. Or I even say, let's start weekly. Just start praying for your family once a week. Take time out to pray for your loved ones and pray for things around you. Even though you may not know your neighbor, pray for their protection. You never know what's going on in their household. 
Pray for their safety. You never know what's going on in their house. Pray for their going to work. You don't never know what's going on in their in their environment. I mean, prayer can change every single thing around. Now, I am going to open up the line because I love feedback, and I'm hoping there are other people on this line tonight, so I'm going to open up, and I want to hear your testimony. The thing is, I want to hear about one time, and I always just say, I want to use one, just one experience. One experience that you prayed, and it was an awesome answer to your prayer. I want to start it out. Once, uh, when I was three years old, I prayed about my dad. My dad had a severe stroke. They wasn't looking for him to live, but at that time, you know, um, that's when I can remember me praying because my mom, I told God, you better heal my dad. And mama told me that's not how you ask God in prayer uh, because that's how my prayer went. God, you need to, you better heal my dad. And mama said, no, that's not how you pray. And my dad always taught me. He did teach me how to pray. You know, Lord, my first prayer was, you know, lay me down to sleep. I pray, Lord. You know, everybody, I think as a kid, understand those. But I guess I can really say that that was probably one of the first times I can remember prayer was that when my dad had his stroke and that when people prayed, he was healed. When we all prayed, he was healed or he got to come home. And there's so many things I can, you know, when doctors still say, my, when doctors say he lived 14, 14 years past the amount that he was supposed to live, that's to me, that's witnessing one of God's miracles. So I am going to open up the line right now because I want to hear about your experiences in prayer. There's one time that you prayed and you you, you yeah, see no. an awesome, awesome answer to your prayer. The line is open. Well, I can remember one time mm-hmm. that I prayed for two consecutive months. I had a gallbladder explosion. My heart stopped on the operating table. They found 50 gallstones in my stomach. And during that time, I did so much praying and so much trusting God. But that was way back in 1979. But I still did a lot of praying all the way up until now. But if I ever prayed in all my life because I didn't know whether I'd make it or not, I died twice on that operating table. And the angels of God came to me in the recovery room and told me it was not my time to die yet. God had too much more for me to do for him. And so if I ever prayed, that was the day I prayed. And for two months, it took me to learn how to walk again. But I was a great witness for the glory of God while I was in that hospital for two months. So that's something I remember, that God restored me after two months totally healed and walked out of that hospital. Praise God. Praise God. Now, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, that's an awesome answer to prayer. We never know, like, God's a healer. See, that, that's an example of God being Jehovah Jireh. And not only Jehovah Jireh, he's also a provider, but he says he provided healing. But it may also Jehovah Rapha that he is a healer. And Amen. that's an awesome Awesome testimony. I'm going to open up the line. I know there's some other people on this line. Let's hear it. I want to hear about your experience in prayer. Um, what if we did if we did that and get through the Okay, you're breaking up a little bit. I can't hear you. 
Okay, what if we didn't pray about something, but God came through in a big, huge way anyway? That's still, that's an awesome God's answer. To, look, some God, sometimes we have prayers that we have not even spoken, but we know that God has a need and he serves. Yes, give us that experience. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know that qualified because I didn't pray for it. I didn't, but I'm big on, I'm the one that uh, I think told you, I'm big on trusting him and praising him and worshiping through everything anyway. But uh, just uh, in the last couple of days, um, and I didn't ask him for this. Um, I got my first two big um, pension checks from the VA <laughs> for disability. Oh, oh, so that's a praise God. Look, the VA actually cut a check. That's a praise God moment with itself. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I just was you know I just was overwhelmed and I went around you know um, shouting singing and shouting all day and screaming and shouting but I just didn't know it didn't qualify for your for your request for prayer because I didn't ask him for it. Well, see, here's the thing about prayer: just because you didn't ask him doesn't mean he doesn't give. Like right. in our daily prayers, we ask him for our protection. We ask him for his guidance, and we ask for his provision. You just explained <coughs> to Rafa. He is our provider. He is, oh, yeah. uh, he is. He gives us provision. That is awesome. See, sometimes we have to understand God is not like a genie in a bottle. He Amen. provides for his children. Amen. Um, you, that's a prime example of him providing for his children. You had a need. He knew you had a need, and trust me, if you're going for the VA and waiting for a VA pension check, look, you already know. You have so much paperwork and red tape, and some people I know to this day had to have sergeants, literally sergeants who have been to validate their claims and had to go through horrific trying to get a, trying to get their uh, 100% service connection. Um, so that's an Awesome, awesome testimony. So, see, just because you don't see, that's the one thing God wants us to understand. He is a provider. Things that we can, that's why I wait, that's the reason why um, his ways are not our ways. And that he sees provision for us, that he knows at this time that you're going to need something and you needed provision and he provided for you. That's an awesome. Awesome. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Awesome. Now, who's next? Now, I know we got one more out there. Anybody's testimonies about their experience in prayer? No, we got one more. You do, Sister Lashona. I'll just be trying to let other people speak so I don't have to Finally speak. woke up. Ah, you, Oops. Know, you know that. I'm you sorry, know, daughter. Like, you know this is Monday night. I've been waiting for you to speak, so you know it's been Monday night. Well, to tell the honest to goodness truth, I got on a little late. I heard the second time that my mama Gina was speaking. I didn't hear her the first time. But, but, um, (laughs) glory to God, I was happy to hear her. Um, I, I love when you talked about how even the atheists, like, their prayers be answered, you know, it just reminds me of even when I was in a backslidden state, 
God, I, I can always go to God and still have a prayer answer, even though I wasn't serving him at the time, you know? And this is just such an awesome thing to just know that he's going to take care of his children and he means what he say. And he really is married to the backslider. You know, I, there was, there was so many situations that, that could have just gone whew, just, just so crazily for me. And even for somebody else, you know, that that I I might have been involved with or or involved in doing different things, you know, it, it could have been disastrous so many times. But he allowed me even to pray myself out of these different situations, even when I wasn't serving him. So I just I just love that. I just oh my god, he's just so awesome. He's just so awesome. But now to know that you know trying to live by his precepts and trying to serve him is that much more better. It's even better. It's that it's more better now than it was. But just when I think of just even being in a backslidden state and he answers your prayers and he takes care of you still that he never turned his back on you, that you can just still come to him and he'll be like, okay, I'm going to get you out of this. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just, Amen. 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 I mean, okay. I can tell you a perfect example. How stupid when you're young and you're stupid. Or I don't mm-hmm. know if I was when or just young or stupid or all of all of the above. So I was in, I can say picture. It was literally what almost, oh, year. It was the year. I sound like I'm on Golden Girls when I do it. Picture it. Time of <laughs> Arkansas. Homecoming, 1999. Now. I have to say it like that because I sound like I'm on Golden Girls when I say it, so I just love doing it. Oh, <laughs> uh, picture it. You know, it was homecoming, and if you ever been on a college campus, I is that's and to be honest, this is probably the only time. Even though my school was known for many things, this is probably the only time we actually had parties on campus mm-hmm. and parties around campus. Mm-hmm. And this was my senior year in college, and I'm talking about. You know what? I am not staying in, and I'm not going to worry about this, and I'm not going to worry about that. I am actually going out. So, get dressed. My my friend at the time, I got mad at her about five because she was taking too slow, and I'm like, we are going to miss everything. You're like, this is me. Oh, we're going to miss everything. I don't got dressed. I don't got my hair done, and you slowing around because I like to dance. Like, I still like to dance. I like to dance. Wasn't that mm-hmm. time to drink? Or wasn't out there time to do all this extra stuff? I like music. I still like music. I like all kinds of music. That's my. That was like the number one thing for me. And since mm-hmm. this was homecoming, and I was stupid, and I was like, I want to go dance. Okay, so we get to this first club. I everybody was sitting around drinking, and nobody was really having fun. And I'm sitting here mad at all. Get out! Like I paid twenty dollars for this. Like, I'm sitting here going like, so I'm bugging my friend there saying, let's go because this place called the Towns and Rec. And if you ever went to Pine Bluff, Arkansas, went to school at UAPB, I was saying, man, Towns and Rec is a small little place community center that everybody used to try to go and have a party. I don't know about now because it's been so long ago. But anyway, it was, but here's the thing about this place. This place has literally one way in and one way out. Jesus. High window, and but 
it was like everybody wanted to go there because it was cheap and everybody was dancing, having fun, and you're stupid as a kid. That's the kid talking. Amen. So <laughs> I'm sitting here going like, oh, I thought, we should have been a council director. I'm sitting up here at TJ, uh, and ain't nothing going on. People just drinking. They ain't having fun. They just sitting there getting drunk, and I'm sitting here like, oh, like that. That's how I really sound for it. Come on. I'm like, Lisa, that's my friend. Come on. We got to go. Let's go to town. Let's go to town. It's going to be hot. And sweat. I don't care. I'd rather be hot and sweat my hair, but at least we are laughing, having fun. Because right. mm-hmm. Omega Size 5 was having a party there. And it was like homecoming. And of course, my dumb, our dummy said, well, you know Omega Size 5 there. That means it's going to be off. You know, you having that conversation with your friends and everybody. Um, so we get to the frat party. We get there, right? We kept, I mean, when I said everything kind of like was slow and every light could catch you, if there was a light that could have caught you that night, and it's only like five, like in the whole town, but I guarantee you all five lights caught us Mm. that night. Not only that, everything was slow, and we were sitting there like, okay, you know what, why is people so slow when this is homecoming? Usually that means you you really can't get around, but you get around. We get there. It is actually probably one, maybe one in the morning or close to it. We notice that we see detective cars because in Pine Bluff, that's one thing you know. You know every police car there is. Like, why are we seeing detective cars coming from that direction? Mm-hmm. Long story short, we look outside. We see a shoe. We see police tape and shoes. And then, of course, my my friend, she's freaking out because her brothers, because that's why she didn't really want to go, her brothers are there, have been in the place, so she's trying to find out where they are. And, you know, of course, this is before everybody had a cell phone like Apple, like right now. So the one person that did have a cell phone, everybody said, hey, can I use your phone to try to call people? Come find out. They had a shooting in the red. We married, we missed the shooting literally by five, less than five minutes. Wow. We saw people running. Mm-hmm. Because uh, a guy got upset because they wouldn't let him in the party. And the person, and actually, the sad thing about it, the person who actually got killed, he got killed standing by his sister. And the windows, I had friends that jumped out of those high windows. I mean, these windows were hot. I had friends who jumped out of windows. trying to get out the building because, again, it was one way in, one way out, and the shooter was shooting in, and people were trying to get out. Right. This well. was not normal. And as a black and only two people got shot that night, and one person died. Mm. And and that night was so, and I can remember that night, especially because I was in the dorm, I lived in the dorm, and his sister, you know, everybody was, like, worried about, worried about his sister because they're all from a town that's my where my grandma lived. Um, like I have family members that knew them personally. So when you're in college, you know, everybody's kinda like especially our college, everybody's kinda like family. So we're up at five in the morning waiting for the mother to come in. There's twenty people in that room. She probably didn't know nobody in that room. But everybody was waiting up to make sure the mother came in and how you know, for support and Everybody's like looking at each other. Everybody's like, I can't. I mean, I know so many people went to church and dedicated their life to Christ that night. It wasn't funny. And I'm being honest. There were people sitting outside, like, you know what? 
this ain't worth it. I'm going, mm mm. I'm out. I'm not doing this no more. God is trying to tell me something because those are the times where when you're young, you know, when you hear that warning, like, oh, I got my warning. I mean, there were people that said, I got my warning. I'm good. You ain't got to worry about me. God, I told God to get me out that building. He ain't got to worry about me no more. And just, you know, we, you know, there are so many things that happened that night. Long story short is that God gives us grace and mercy when we're young and even when we look back for his mm-hmm. He always, he gives us that, maybe not say that warning. I mean, to me, I was dumb. I was trying to get to the part. Like, and I've had so many people who knew, remember that night, how they tried to get there. I had one friend, so they had two flat tires and got the two flat tires fixed trying to get there because, and we laugh about it now, but it shows you how God works in so many different right. ways now. Amen. So, I have to say this, and this is in my personal, and this is stuff, some things I'm telling you, you really I'm talking to myself too. We have to understand that don't be afraid of your, don't be be afraid of your backslidden state. I know mm-hmm. the testimony for somebody. People we've done, everybody's done something stupid. We have to learn, but it's not about, it's not about doing something stupid, it's about staying stupid. You know, yeah. Yeah. we have to understand that God gives us his grace, and that's why, again, through prayer, and I'm guaranteed there's some things you did not know you did wrong yesterday, but you prayed, and God showed you, like, hey, this stuff you kind of need to stop doing. You'd be like, oh, God, what happened? Oh. You know, those mm-hmm. are the things we understand and that we draw close to him in prayer. So that is an awesome, awesome, Sister Erica. Uh, I'm open up. For Amen. one more, I know I got one more out there for your experiences about prayer or with prayer. We just want one, one with your testimony, uh, one, and knowing what God says and knowing the outcome. <laughs> I know we're all quiet tonight, but, you know, that's just the many examples of how God answered prayers. Like sometimes, we, you know, we're all so think. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good night. Praise the Lord. Good evening, woman. Good evening. Good evening. I'm right sorry. My, my daughter is uh, watching a movie in, in the back um, as I'm braiding her hair, so I, I apologize in advance. Oh, no, uh, no, no. no. And just go ahead. Speak. Go ahead. Amen. Um, I'm going share just. Uh, my experience with prayer as I'm listening to you all and I, I'm happy that we're on this topic because um, like Sister Lashana talks about um, sometimes we think that you know our the things that we experience uh, when we pray or you know stuff that happens to us is insignificant until we share it and, and you know people say oh yeah you know wow look at God go um but I, rem- I will never forget this encounter that I had. I think I was probably around eight years old or so, um, and I was still in Jamaica at the time. And I remember uh, my grandma always prayed. She's she's always been uh-huh. praying. How many of us have that praying grandmother, mm-hmm. right? Prayed right. through so many times, right? Um, you know what? Let me back up. I I have no manners. Um, grace, mercy, and peace to you all, uh, Prophet Bob, and uh, if Pastor is on the line, 
Um, and oh, the is on the line tonight. <laughs> uh, Grace, we can see you all. Um, uh, so I remember uh, being about eight years old, and I remember my uh, my grandmother, who you know, the matriarch, of course, uh, always prays, and when she prays, she prays for a good two hours. You know, she calls everybody's name in the family, plus every neighbor on our street and everything. Um, but I remember <laughs> very, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I remember she uh, she had to work late one night, and um, it was my sister and myself and my grandfather who were home. And uh, I don't remember what the circumstance uh, that preceded the incident, but uh, I remember my grandfather, almost like he lost his mind, really. Um, and he started to, like, walk around the house. Um, saying that he's dying, he's dying. Um, and uh, because I was so dependent on, like, you know, as a young person, you don't really know the power of prayer. You don't really um, know the gifts that are in you. Um, you don't really know the gifts that are in you until, you know, old when you get older. And I just remember when uh, he was going through this episode, uh, I don't know where the courage came from. I don't even, um, I don't, I don't remember ever speaking that authoritatively ever again. But I remember when he was um, walking around the house talking about he's about to die and we need to call the undertaker. One second. I'm sorry. One second. Sorry about that. Um, okay. Yeah, and he, you know, he was called the undertaker. He's he's about to die and everything. And I remember standing up. uh, My sister and I, we were scared, you know, because we're kids. We don't know what's going on. Um, But I remember him, you know, like I, I remember standing in front of him at this point, and I stood and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, you are not dying. You are not gonna die, um, and he uh, he just calmed right down right then and there, and he just went straight to sleep. And um, my grandmother, <laughs> my grandmother came in um, like maybe a couple hours after that, and everybody at that point was was asleep. But um, but I never I never forget that moment. Um, Never, never, ever forget that moment. And again, I remember I, before that was another time. That was another time before I came to Canada. Um, again, in the same house, I remember we, we were. My grandmother again was away, and um, we were all sleeping. And in uh, in those days in Jamaica, you didn't really have electricity. You know, you had to use a lamp for for lights and and everything. And we had a kerosene lamp in in um, one of the bedrooms in the back. And um, my cousin, uh, she was a baby at the time, and her mom um, her mom had the kerosene light on. 
um, in the middle of the night. She had it burning through the night, and we were all sleeping, like all of us except my grandma. She wasn't home. And um, during the night, for some reason, um, the light, the kerosene lamp exploded, and, uh, and the house was on fire. We were all in the house on fire. Um, no, we weren't on fire. The, ha- the house was on fire, and we were all sleeping. Oh, wow. and, um, and I just remember waking up, and all we could see when we woke up, we could feel the heat. The heat is what woke us up. And all we could see was bright orange all over the house. And, um, you know, uh, glass was cracking around from, like, the, from, like, the glass breaking and um uh it was a wooden house at the time so you know the wood was burning and everything and and um none of us none of us was touched by that fire um oh, even the baby Lord, uh, even the baby mm-hmm. in that in the room because it, it was at the back of the house that the fire started and the baby and and um and my aunt were all in that room and everything around them was burnt, and none of none of us got touched. And I, I just remember when when my grandma came home after like the the fire, um, the the fire trucks came and put out the fire and everything. I just remember my grandma come in, come into the house, and she said that before I left for work, I prayed, I prayed that God will keep everyone safe uh, until I got home. Because of course she knew that she was covering um, for for all of us. So so that's my experience with prayer, and um, and now as an adult, um, there are times like I'm not really the type of person, um, the type of Christian. I'll say it um, that really you know is I would I wouldn't label label myself a prayer warrior, but um, there are times there are times when um, when my spirit is quickened, and uh, and I know that something is happening, something is is moving um, in the spiritual realm, and I just go off in prayer, and that's when you know my spirit starts to travel, and I, and God re- begins to reveal things to me, and um, and starts to tear things down. So, um, you know, we each have a different. Uh, form of operation in the spirit and um we don't have to feel bad because you know we we can't pray down fire but there are times though um as believers there are times that you know the the spirit of god will lift a standard against whatever is happening in our lives and and we will be called to pray in a um in a different realm and in in a different dimension. So, Mm -hmm. um, so I've experienced that a few times and, and, and I thank God for that experience. Um, and you know, I'm encouraged and, and I'm excited when, when God does allow me to come up to a certain level where I can pray outside of myself. Cause I feel like most of the times I'm just praying in myself, but, um, he allows me to come up sometimes and, and pray in the spirit, which, um, which is a is a privilege. I'll say that. So that's my experience. Amen. God bless you all. God bless Amen. you, Candice. Amen. 
Amen. That's a blessing. Like I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, see, I can tell you. I, I can test from my grandmother. I miss her because I knew if there was somebody who was praying, it was her. She right. would call out all her children's name, her pastor. Like, <laughs> the, I remember Reverend Smith saying that when my grandmother died and he did the funeral, and then he died a couple months, he died a couple, I probably about a couple years afterwards, and he was like a family member. I tell you, my, ugh, we went through a lot this last couple of years. And he was like, he knew that he said he knew that grandma, my grandma was always me, you know I'm praying for you. And I called your name out in prayer this morning. He said, you know, he said he knew he had one member praying for him no matter no matter who else was there. He knew my grandmother was praying. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, I miss my grandma. I know when my grandmother prayed. She was a prayer warden. It was mm-hmm. no question about it. But, see, you know, that's what I love. And that's what we got to get back to basis, Candace. Because you know what? We think about our grand. We've been so dependent on our grandmothers and our parents That's to pray. Right. And now right. we're at the age that we should be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that, is why, that is why we have to. Um, that's why on this line I really wanted to get to the point where um, that's why I want everybody to share their experiences tonight. And I'm thankful for each and every one because, see, this is where we need to get to. We have gotten so accustomed to one person that could. We know that can pray. We'll give them our prayer request. We'll say we're going to touch and agree for our own request. Not really why God wants to hear from us. He wants to hear our voices. He knows we're going to ask, ask the, He knows what we're going to ask him before we ask him. But the idea that we have to get into the term that that we can pray as well. Like like I said, my grandmother prayed to the. She was the only person I'm probably going to understand. She was 97. Let me tell you how she died. She went to sleep. Told him she went to go take a nap. She didn't wake wow. up from a nap. That's how my wow. grandma. She had a full conversation with everybody around her that day and went to sleep. And that was at 97. You have to understand. That's what we have to kind of understand with God. It's like we are so caught up about our mistakes. And this is for me too, so I'm kind of saying ouch to me too. But we get caught up in how we we hear our elders pray, but don't realize they had to go through stuff to get them to, for them to get those for them to pray like they can pray. You don't know what Amen. they do because they're especially they're especially those generations. They were not gonna tell you what they've been. They're gonna say God deliver me from it, and they would not mention it. They would take stuff to their grave, literally. They the one came with that saying, I'm taking it to my grave, because they took it. What? They took it to Jesus, and they took it to their grave. They ain't taking it to nobody else. We never know what they've been through. But that's where we have to step up as well. And now understand for ourselves that we can pray. God hears us. He asks us, and be confident. I always said he knew he asked your grandmother's prayer. Guess what? He can answer. He will answer yours, too. We have Amen. To do that Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that is our Bible study lesson tonight. I want to keep it really light, really, um, really light tonight because I really want us to just talk about our experiences because sometimes we get into mode. I know I get into mode because maybe because that's how I learn is what's the formula, what's the magic thing for me to get my prayer through. And I'm saying magic because, you know, technically those two don't, those two pots don't mix, but what can I say to get, what am I not saying to get my prayer answered? 
sometimes it's not about how, what you're saying is how or how you bring it. It's just that it's got to happen in God's will and God's time. Or it's not even, you know, we're whatever, well, it must be my faith. Sometimes sometimes we have to pray things through. Um, Daniel, he prayed 21 days. King of Persia had his stuff locked up. We'll get into deliverance prayers and spiritual breakthrough prayers later because that's the good stuff, and I can always talk about what, you know, on this line. But for us, let's get to the basics. Learn how to pray, our Father, which are in heaven, how be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven first. Let's get to that and that we can say, you know what? God will answer my prayer. I know I prayed over my mom. I prayed over the property line of that house, the one that the, with the burglar. And I prayed, okay, God, I hope glad you're taking care of everything. Because I can tell you, I took a no-no, and I, I, think I, I think I did. I think I took a no-no and rolled down the gate. Because long time ago, oh, y'all, y'all know me. I, I'm, hey, I'm at the point where my faith, I'm going to take what I have, what faith I have, and I'm going to try to make it grow. So Amen. I that. That's where I'm at. Amen. I, I prayed. <laughs> Look, y'all, I'm telling you, I think I did. I think because I was going through a lot. I was going through one of the biggest things that I really don't talk too much about. And I think I took a nun on and I prayed. I, I literally wiped down the gate post of that. I prayed. Over, I walked around that whole house one day. Prayed around the house while I put a nun on on. I could probably put it on a rag and wipe down the fence with a normal. You know, there has been things. Oh, trust me, there are things. I was like, look, you know what, God, I'm gonna throw the whole. I'll throw the whole kitchen sink in. Whatever you want me to do, mm-hmm. I mean, or whatever I'm gonna do. Or better, listen. You know what? Since I don't know what you answered this week, I'm anointing the dope Amen. I'm putting it. Oh, I'm serious. I'm Amen. Me too. <laughs> Sometimes I'm going to pray. If I can't get, sometimes I know Pastor Marine be like, why is someone sending me a prayer request? Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm praying. I'm sending prayer war, every prayer war. And sometimes, especially if something big, every prayer war email I think I have in my position, I don't send an email. Lord, I I, I got to have backup. And I know God, God told me, and I realized last week God told me to sit down and sit down and let him sit down and rest. So I'm trying. It's hard. But we, uh, I am. God told me to sit my butt down and get healed. So that's where I am now. But that's where we all learn. You know, we start, you know, we have to just start with the basic. Be confident. And when you say, God, help, Lord, help, Jesus will answer. And that is tonight's lesson. So I am, I am just I mean, I think we're having an awesome time next week. We'll be a little more structured because, number one, it'll be after holidays. And I really don't like going through stuff during the holidays because I know sometimes it's out of one, you know, it goes in one ear, out the other. And we don't, maybe not a lot of people are on the line tonight because uh, we are in uh, 4th of July in the, in the United States. And and I'm and I'm surprised you haven't heard of fireworks going off in my near my house because I think all my neighbors have bought out the fireworks stand. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and I think they have for real because I'm I'm oh goodness. I'm gonna have to I'm 
I'm gonna, I'm glad to my blood pressure pill. I'm gonna go to sleep tonight because they ain't gonna be worrying me. Amen. So, um, <laughs> that, I mean, oh, trust me, I live in Northwest Arkansas. Now, mind you, Arkansas. I know people had jokes from where the state I live in because, um, hillbilly. I live in the Ozarks, and when I really say I live in the Ozarks, the first thing I know somebody think of is hillbilly. You know what? Please take that out. There's a few, but no, no hillbillies. You, but you, you know, I'm really from, and I'm from the other side of the state that we talk about this side of the state. So I'm from the Delta, which means uh, flatlands and dirt. And you just associate us with Mississippi because it's just a river. It's just one, you know, we're on one side of the river and Mississippi's on the other side. So we talk about this side of the state too. So on this side of the state on 4th of July, I think if they think they all should just break out fireworks everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. I don't think, I mean, seriously, I've never seen that much fireworks in my life. And I'm from the country where you got open fields, and if you want to throw some fireworks, you could probably have some pyro and would not, for my, and, you, and when you throw them where I'm from, you can see it from miles. We in these mountains, they people be throwing fire. And then I live in northwest Arkansas, which translates, I live in Wally World Central. And for those who don't know what Wally World Central means, I live in at near the Walmart headquarters. So that means we got rich people with fireworks. They're trying to outdo each other. <laughs> if, My neighbors are trying to outdo each it. other even when the we even when the summer starts. So yeah, I understand. So <laughs> I'm saying right. So I'm just saying you said how what y'all said how much on fire what? Oh, I'd be like, what? Mm-mm. So we have towns who are trying to outdo each other because they have fireworks displays. And that's a big deal. Like, um, and I'm still trying to figure out why. But, hey, it works. Um, because 4th of July means some things for some. Now, from where I'm from, it's like a big family union town celebration. We have 700 people in our town. It's, everybody comes home during that weekend. So for us, it's more cookout, barbecues. I mean, I remember one year I didn't even cook. I didn't even have to lift my finger on a plate. I just went from house to house and grabbed a plate. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a plate of barbecue, had a plate of ribs waiting on me. I just went from house, literally went went from house to house. Mama didn't even have to cook. Went from house to house, grabbed a plate. Most people know on that weekend if I'm at home, I probably sleep three hours because people are cooking outside in the middle of the night. Like, oh, especially when I was growing up, we had people cooking out. It was three o'clock in the morning, and you could smell barbecue through the neighborhood or fish through the neighborhood. Cause my grandma, I remember when my grandmother had a porch light, and she had, everybody was cooking in the morning because in the evenings or in the mornings, around by noon, it's going to be a hundred degrees outside, so you cook at night. It just made sense. And, you know, those are things we kind of grow up with. So, you know, it's going to be so for these weekends now. I usually try to make it really light because I know we have a lot of friends, a little family, and we're reminiscing. And a lot of us are trying to, you know, we're 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 doing God, you know, I always say God wants us not only wants us to pray, but he also wants us to interact with our family. We have to understand that 
as a you know in secular world or corporate court culture, you hear the word work life fit. You'll hear the work life balance. You know, we have to understand God has a balance to everything too. So He wants us to pray, but He also wants to enjoy the food. Want us to rejoice, and He wants us to enjoy everything that He has for us. So, um, I'm going to say, uh, are there any prayer requests tonight? Yeah, I got a prayer request. I must have slept wrong again. Um, woke up this morning with a sore neck again on the left side, and I'm requesting prayer. I doused it with a lot of anointing oil, and I'm trusting God that this is going to go. Amen. 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 Have you stretched your? Have you stretched? Have a what? Have you tried? Have you tried to stretch the muscles? I don't know. I don't know whether I did or not earlier, but. Okay. I do need new pillows, so we're going shopping tomorrow so I can get new pillows. Because uh, sleeping on the ones I got are harder than a rock. Okay, man. <laughs> awesome. So, awesome, awesome. We will pray, Prophet Bob. We will pray. Are there any other prayers? Sleep, I'm sleeping on a 40-year-old bed for my wife from way back. So um, the pillows we got... She's had for about 40 years. I think it's time to get new pillows. What do you think? Yeah, and new mattresses as well. If you mattresses. God, help us. I'm going tomorrow and get me a softball so I can sleep at night. I said, the Ashley Furniture got a sale going. I'm telling you, watch the sales. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me. Yeah. I don't even keep a mattress over seven years at this well. I felt except the ones in my parents' house. I know they're twenty years old and they got to all go. So I'm gonna have to go get a dump to get rid of all those mattresses because I know we have a bed because older. I, I'm getting. I, I this is the reason why I said I know I'm southern or a really old one. Like certain things, we're like okay, it's still good. It no, we know ain't no bed bugs or anything like. Anything we're gonna keep these mattresses because nobody's laid on this bed. Yada yada yada. Then think about it. you're supposed to change out your mattress every seven years, I believe. Well, like, might oh. as well scratch that over here in the appropriate family. <laughs> My wife scratched over here too. <laughs> and it's doused with anointing oil. Amen. Amen. That's why it's still lasting so long. <laughs> Amen. We've been I'm believing God for a brand new bed mattress and box springs, you know, so we're waiting on God to fulfill God's favor in our life. Amen. 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 God. Are there any other prayer requests? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, awesome. What's your prayer Uh I'm weak, but he is strong, and I just would like to... Um, have more of his strength in my life to go through what I'm going through. And, Amen. you know, I'm always reminded of it's not by might, it's not by power, but by his spirit. So Amen. I just need more more of his strength in me. Thank you. Amen. Amen, Sister California. Amen. 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 So, 
Let us pray. Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything is not of you. I do honestly repent, and I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Father God, right now, we lift up our prophet, prophet, prophet Gina, Gina, up to you, Father God. You see and you're knowing what they desire, Father God, and we ask you to bless them, Father God. First of all, Father God, we thank you for the healing. Prophet Bob has requested healing in his neck, oh, Lord. Lord. And, Father God, we ask you to thank you for straight to untensing the muscles in his neck, Father God. Restore them to what you want them to be, Father God. Father God, right now, I ask you to remove the stiffness right now from his neck, from his left and his right, so as he moves, Father God. Father God, I ask you to put his back back in alignment, Father God. I ask you to put his bone, his arms and his his shoulder blades back into alignment as you first were playing right now in right. the name of Jesus. So when I speak alignment to his body, I speak alignment to his neck. I'm speaking alignment to his spinal cords right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, May all this this straighten and where you need them to be, Father God. We ask you to strengthen and lengthen his limbs, Father God. Father God, I ask you to strengthen his neck and his legs, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. And right now, Father God, they're asking for they're asking for a simple need, Father God. So we ask you to bless them with the pillows that they need, the mattress yes, that they're and the mattress that they're needing, Father God, that it be therapeutic and not only helpful orthopedic, but therapeutic for his back, for their back, Father God. So they have a good sweet sleep, Father God. Father God, I know we thank you right now for the blessing that says about to come, Father God. And Father God, I know there's a request and strength because they said when they're weak, you are strong, Father God. So tonight, Father God, I pray for everybody on this line that needing strength. Strengthen their hearts, strengthen their minds, strengthen their bodies, strengthen their souls, strengthen their marriages, strengthen their children, Father God. Strengthen their, because Father God, you said in your word that you are, you said in your word that when we are weak, you are strong. You said in your word, Philippians, that you, that you'll be our strength, you'll be our comfort, Father God. You said in your word that you are, you know, we, you'll be, you will provide everything that we're needing, Father God. Yeah. So, God, we thank you for starting stretching their health. We ask you to strengthen their wealth, Father God. We ask you in all, we ask you just the things where they're weak that you'll be made, they, that with the, with Jesus they're made strong in their own, even when they're weaknesses, they are strengthening in their weaknesses, Father God, because their weaknesses are made strong by you. So we bind every strong man that's coming to, to appeal to the weakness of everyone on this line right now in the name of Jesus. We come against those strong men and we pull them down. Right now, we lay them at Jesus' feet. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you tonight. We bless you tonight. We praise your name tonight. And, Father God, we thank you as this lesson came to close tonight. That Father God, we thank you. And we, we, give, we testify for the experiences that you have given us in prayer, Father God. We thank you for drawing us closer, oh, God. We thank you for allowing us to just understand and commune with you, Father God, that we know this is a heart relationship. And every day, Father God, we are coming closer and closer to you, Father God. And tonight, we just got to give you praise. Thank you, Father. We thank you for every time that we were backsliding and you were there with your grace and mercy and your answer our prayer. We want to say thank you tonight. We want to thank you for the time that healing that you became God of the suddenly in our lives and we saw healing take place. We thank, thank you for God for you become the God of suddenly and we had provision before we could even ask for. See you even we even got the but you knew what we're asking for before we even asked it, God. I mean mm-hmm. we thank you for those okay, testimonies, Father God. We thank you for what's going what's going forth because Father God, 
we thank you tonight that these testimonies not only strengthen each other, but we thank you for these testimonies strengthening the people that come, not only the ones that told the testimonies, but those who are going to listen to it and understand that what we have said is you will answer by and by, that you will be there for us, that you will take, you will be our defender and avenge whatever we need to be, that you will be our defender so we, that you are our everything. So we just got to give you praise tonight. Thank you, Lord. And we bless you tonight. So we thank you because we're confident that we can come to you. Thank you that you draw yes, us close to We thank you for building a relationship with us. And I pray this prayer in no other name, but your first name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So this was awesome tonight. You know, like I said, I'm so excited about what we're going to go through. Um, I'm asking, so, of course, those who are listening in and I haven't heard from you, um, I'm meeting prayer warriors because I have, uh, I want us to start getting to. Not necessarily, I want to start us doing a prayer boot camp because we are a prayer line. And I love y'all all, and we love Pastor Marine. But guess what? You know how many people on this line on a weekly basis? A lot. And I know we hear about including me, Elder Green. There's, you know, there's intercessors that we know we have on this line. But I would love to hear everybody on this line pray once. Like pray on our Wednesday. I know we pray a lot on Wednesday. We have services nine times a week, and I would love for us to get us get together and have a prayer warriors boot camp, so we can feel that we guard up, shard healed, guard up for the God's truth, so that mm. when anybody asks us to pray, we can pray, and we'll pray with boldness and yet confidence. <clears throat> like just like uh, Sister Candace said, like. She said at times that when she know God pulls her into the end and she prays. That's awesome because guess what? We each and every one of us have that ability to do that. And that is like my heart's desire for everyone on this line. Like, I know I can pray in tongues. Sometimes I pray in tongues. Sometimes I don't. It depends on what goes on. I mean, we, I want us to be so prepared that when God, not even saying God can trust us, but when we can pray, we can pray those things, one another, everybody on this line. We have each other back in prayer. We have a, in the natural and in the supernatural that we can pray and that we can pray down, you know, fire can pray. We can pray down fire. We can pray down anything. But that's the awesome thing about prayer. You have the ability in prayer, I feel like, that if you can pray for it, God will answer it. Mm-hmm. And I got to get back to that myself. You know, it's about building up our faith and learning it. You know, some things we're all are walking. We have to understand that we're all a, a learning a book. And uh, we're already we're always we're not a completed book. We're always a novel in process. There are chapters, you know, a couple chapters. I'm waiting for God to erase, but um, there are chapters that of our lives that we have written down that has you know we've passed those chapters. But then there's a whole section that's unwritten that God is waiting for us to let him have the pen and he become the author. And we become his character. We be able to display his righteousness through the earth. So that's my poetic version for tonight. So good evening, everyone. Good night. And let us, as we close tonight, we're going to speak this over our blessings over everyone. May the God bless and keep thee. May the Lord shine his face upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. 
Sleep with God's angels, everyone, and good night. Good night, everybody. Love you all. Good night. Good night. Walk in God's favor. Love you all.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.